Welcome back, guys, to the Upside Down Podcast. My name is Ryan with... And I'm Nick. And today we're going to be going over a book by Dennis Prager called The Ten Commandments, Still the Best Moral Guide. And the reason why we're doing this is just to show people how the uh, Ten Commandments are still relevant today and how Dennis uses his explanations in a way that are easily understandable and very applicable to our lives today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. And this is probably going to be maybe a two or three parter podcast. So just bear with us as we go through because we're going to have a lot of discussion on some of the statements that Dennis makes and just try to elaborate even more on what he is talking about in uh, his explanations of each of the Ten Commandments. Uh, but first, before we get into that, a um, <clears throat> couple of new stuff. We do have our own email now, and it's going to be upside down one at stopmail.com. And that's not the, the word one, it's the number one. Upside down number one at startmail.com. And uh, if you actually want to follow us on social, we actually, we're actually on Getter, Gab, and Parlor now. And our usernames are going to be upside down one on Getter. Gab is going to be upside down twelve. Unfortunately, that was the only one that I could find that wasn't already taken. And Parlor should be upside down one as well. And in the future, we will be getting our own like um, <clears throat> Gibson Go account. That way, if you want, you guys can keep us funded because uh, uh, a lot of the books that we want to get and start studying. Um, are kind of pricey, if you'd say. Um, and that would also fund like uh, future product, future projects, and if we want to like support like any type of charities or something like that down the road too. And also keep in mind, guys, that that is also the main premise behind uh, our podcast right now is that we're trying to devote, uh, trying to get the truth out to people, and we're using books from conservative writers but we're also going to entertain uh entertain the other side the leftist books or slash liberal books as some people refer to them but as dennis prager says he says that there's a huge difference between leftist and liberal um if you listen to his uh, fireside chat i'm pretty sure that he will you will come across that statement sometime throughout the course of his fireside chats but back to our podcast um like i said the main purpose of this podcast is to discuss the books that are out there and how relevant they are to what is going on today. And also, um, this podcast is going to serve as kind of a crossover podcast to a podcast that I will be doing personally, um, addressing uh, some of the uh, cultural issues, but from a biblical perspective, just like we're doing here. But going through the Bible uh, expositionally, verse by verse, and showing how, uh, within a historical grammatical context, how what the meaning is of that text, and then how that particular text applies to us today. So, um, you got anything you want to add? Uh, just that I'll be sitting on that podcast in two as kind of like a not as much of a co-host as this one, but more like a permanent guest, I'd say. <laughs> that would give uh, my own opinion every once in a while, so you guys won't have to miss me on that one. 
But other than that, I think that wraps up announcements. Yep. <clears throat> so, first few pages of uh, the Ten Commandments. We will be. Um, we're just gonna kind of go over kind of some introductions, and then we're gonna try and get through a few of the commandments. It just depends on how. It really depends on how much we want to talk, or That's like true. Uh, how how much of a how much of our point that we get that we're able to get across because we don't want to be sitting here gabbing for two hours and stuff. And believe me, we can't do that. <laughs> but uh, it's very easy to get down rabbit holes. Yes, yes, we're we're finding out very quickly that we're really bad about that, and we're gonna try our best not to bore you guys. So, that being said, <clears throat> believe it or not, despite what other people would say nowadays, um, people that we'd say that are um, of the world or non-Christians or even some Christians, honestly, like if we're, if we're being honest, um, the Ten Commandments are very, very, very relevant today. Um, they're very important today. And they're one, I think they are the first set of, would you say, like, set of rules? Would you would you call them? Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're the first ever set of rules that, um, <clears throat> that were given to us to help us build a better civilization. Um, and that's, uh, that, that's kind of like a simplified version of that um and also uh you gotta keep you gotta keep in mind that um the ten commandments for a number of years were actually posted in uh public places all over the place and how i think is i forget the exact date i'm gonna um, have to look it up but the exact date of whenever they decided to whenever the supreme court ruled that it was unconstitutional to have prayer in school and that's actually whenever you start seeing the falling off of the christian and god-centered um focus that the educational system was was around and how god's moral code which is the ten commandments was slowly taken out and that's how you have the slow erosion of society that we see around us today and what took its place uh marxism so some people say that you know christianity is uh, god's religion while other uh, some people say that marxism is the devil's religion so and um that is uh, to me in my in my opinion is very accurate on what is going on today so it's very it's it's very very obvious to a lot of people that that is absolutely what's happening i mean like if if you just think for just a for just a few seconds so um <clears throat> everywhere's going how should i say it um for lack of a better word atheistic like uh the ten commandments used to be posted in the courthouses um they aren't anymore um they, i mean there might be some that still have them but uh, i think for the most part they they've been taken down of course like ryan just said um 
prayer hasn't been in schools for I don't know how long. I, like since I don't, I don't, 1962. Okay, I think is what it is. Yeah, so it's 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 been a little minute, but still, like it was it was still taken out. Uh, the Ten Commandments were they were posted in schools, right? I believe they were, but I think they were banned uh, not too long after prayer and reading of the Bible were banned in schools too. We're trying, uh, we're you know, getting fact check on that right now, so you have to give us time because we don't have a complete staff. It's just him and I, so I'm doing the fact checking myself. So that's why I'm letting him do most of the talking right now. We are making do. <clears throat> Um, darn, I forgot my point. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, I just, I just completely went blank. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. You're going to find that we're going to have a lot of blank spots in here every now and then. But, um, Unfortunately. you know, and one thing, uh, and the one thing is, is that, you know, we have to also think about how in uh, Genesis 6, 6, how God said it grieved him that he made mankind. And, uh, you know, uh, Pastor MacArthur, John MacArthur from Grace Community Church, uh, kind of, he touched a little bit on this in an in interview I heard from him uh, with um, Charlie Kirk, I think it was uh, this past Sunday, actually. Uh, and he was talking about how, you know, the depravity of mankind is pretty much being displayed and how the children are in how sexual morality and all of that is just start is starting to come to the fruition and starting to come to the forefront of everything and um you know one of the things that uh in another issue that the left always uh tries to bring up about what's going on in this country is the fact that our country was founded upon slavery no it wasn't our country was founded upon freedom um our country was um not founded upon slavery like uh the 1619 project would want you to believe like uh, Nicole Hannah Jones who wrote that um, piece and now they even have a whole curriculum for it so <clears throat> excuse me so you know uh, back in you know you got to understand that you know the human race is, uh, just like Dennis Prager says in his book uh, he says a human race hasn't always been morally uh, morally impressive he's like in uh, another statement he made in his book is uh, that slavery was pretty much universal and you know that's pretty much counter <clears throat> to the narrative of uh, the left right now because the left will try to make you think that America was the only country that had slavery mm -hmm. no there's actually more slaves on the earth now than there was uh, back when uh, back during biblical times and back whenever slavery was an institution and a uh, part of the American society at the time. And um, now, nowadays, we're talking millions, like yes. millions of slaves, right? Like now. Uh, sex slaves, you know, drug slaves, you know, all of that. You, it's all uh, pretty evident. And work slaves, obviously, too. Um, and, you know, that back during biblical times, whenever the Ten Commandments were given, uh, slavery was universal. Um, and the only thing you have to do is just look at the Israelites, how they were enslaved in Egypt for over 400 years. And then they had their um, uh, their guide, or I don't want to say savior, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
I can't remember, but um, but I guess I guess she yeah I guess she would say their guide for leading them out of bondage who was uh, Moses. So um, and that's an that's another thing um, that unfortunately happens is that uh, you have dictatorial people such as Pharaoh in the Old Testament that enslaved the Jews and that's where you get the Jewish population from but under that tyranny they grew from I think it was like 400 people or something like that if I remember correctly I think it was like 400 people of Joseph's not of Israel's family who was Jacob uh, but his name got switched to um, his name got switched to Israel because he fought God and lived to talk about it and that's how his name is switched and that's actually what the meaning of Israel is is uh, struggles with God mm-hmm. and um, so in another statement that Dennis Prager makes is uh, cruelty has has been so widespread in history that it can almost be considered a human norm and um, the only thing you have to do again is just look at uh, look at mankind before the flood during Noah's time and you'll see how how it grieved God that he made mankind because of how depraved mankind uh, became in that time frame. And probably he's grieving him now how depraved we're becoming now in our current time and place and everything too. So, sorry, did you have something you want to say on? <clears throat> um, yeah, I think I can add to that. Um, <clears throat> adding to what uh, um, Ryan said about how everything's uh, um, how we're becoming more and more depraved I mean really it's just like he, you can you can literally simple it down to like a very very um, simple argument of like good versus evil like what we said um, early on um, the uh would you would you say Marxism is uh, um, the devil's religion, religion. and then um, and then Christianity is God's religion or right, Jesus' right. religion? Okay, I'm not thinking straight today, and it's just like you can you can think of it now simply today compare it today because like what's happening like the Ten Commandments are being removed out of buildings, schools, um, people are more and more um, being led away from God or uh, just re- uh, renouncing their religions or their faith, I should say. And they're becoming more and more, like their lives are becoming more and more of the world like um, like hedonism. I'm seeing that more and more and more today um, than we, and we really did like, like a long time ago. It's just like everything, it's like almost like this, narrative is being pushed on us in today's culture to um to pursue pleasure like whatever feels good like it must be it must be good so you need to pursue it at all costs um and a lot of times they're just like the lame excuse um would just be like oh well uh god says you can't do this or you can't have this therefore God must not have your best interest at heart because he doesn't want you to feel good or he doesn't want you to have the things that you want or I should say the things that you think you want. 
Um, <clears throat> so our culture has become very, very um, cruel and uh, hedonistic. Um, it seems like it's just... Like, to be completely honest with you, it just seems like it's um, the cultural norm if, like, you're in, uh, in any type of relationship. Like, it's completely cool to just um, be sexual act sexually active without any type of uh, um, repercussions or any type of responsibilities. Um, there's even whole companies out there that, uh, that are advertising um, products... All the promiscuity and everything. Yeah. To go yeah, along like, with that. Uh, like, uh, like take Planned Parenthood for one. Like, they're one of the most awful companies. Well, I wouldn't really say that they're a company. Um, they're one of the worst ones out there. They, um, <clears throat> how do I put it? So, they mainly deal in abortions. They do deal in, like, some other stuff. Right now, for the current conversation, we're just going to focus on abortions. Um... Our culture is just like, oh, hey, like, uh, let's, do you want to, you, you should feel good. You deserve to feel good. Um, so just have as much sex as you want. And if you get pregnant, don't, don't worry about it. Just, uh, go have an abortion. That way you don't have to, you don't have to own up to your, um, responsibilities. Yeah. Responsibilities. I don't know why I can't think of words today. It's all good, man. <clears throat> um, and that's. That is do. I mean, it's it. It can all be um, narrowed down to sin. Um, like the further away from the Bible that we that we go from, um, the worse the worse we're gonna get. The worse society's gonna get. Culture's gonna get. I mean, that's why we have the Ten Commandments. They're literally a set of rules for us to follow. To to help help us uh, create. Like a better society. I mean, I I can't <clears throat> can't tell you how many uh, people I've come across who uh, who just break um, the the commandments like um, all the time. Just uh, well, just we're all of, guilty of it. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we're not saying that yeah. we're just like self righteous <laughs> here. We're just like, oh well, we uh, well we never break them. Oh yeah, like we're. We're all sinners. We're all broken. We all need, we all need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, I'm just giving an example. Like, um, it, like keep the pursuit of pleasure. Like you're, you're going to be breaking the commandments. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think, and I think also, you know, there's a statement in here that um, Dennis Prager talks about where societies are preoccupied with just about everything other than making good people. And um, God's whenever whenever you start taking away God's moral code, the one thing that takes its place is man's moral code, because uh, it's like Jesus said in Matthew, you know, out of the heart, you know, come uh, all kinds of adulteries, fornications, all of that, and you know, there's pretty much in right now. I think everybody would probably say that there's a you know, or majority of the people, I don't know, uh, would probably say that there's a, a spirit of anger out there um, over things right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just like Nick said, we're, 
people now are more concerned with uh, pleasure um, and chasing after pleasure and 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 it's just you know the thing you have to do is just look at uh, look at the college campuses right now just how uh, how they have sex week at you know quote unquote Christian universities and how uh, how um, conservatives are being ostracized there uh, sometimes even physically harmed um, you know uh, there's been several instances where um, where people have been smeared and slandered. Um, people, conservatives who wanted to do something on campus and they were smeared or slandered by somebody on the left uh, just because they're, and I think, and I think probably what it boils down to is that, you know, people on the left are afraid of the truth. You know, uh, people will, people will be, um, you know, as my mom always told me, she said, uh, she said, people won't, uh, people won't get upset at a lie. They'll get upset at the truth. And, you know, even Jesus said that he's just like, you know, my, my truth is offensive. It will, you know, pit father against son, mother against daughter, uh, you know, um, uh, um, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law and, you know, and it's divisive. And even he said that, and, uh, you know, you have people who will accept it and people who are just flat out and reject it. So, and I think that's, uh, that's probably, uh, Part of the issue is just so many people in higher education. You have all these Marxist professors who are in tenured positions who are, uh, you know, feeding all this um, poison to our youth and to the next generations that are coming up to where they're, you know, they're so confused that they don't know what is going on. And it's just... Um, and I just really think that our uh, that our education system is is probably part of the major uh, part of it uh, and the major cause of the freefall of our society. And whenever, because uh, you know, we've taken prayer out of school, and and that date was uh, June twenty fifth, nineteen sixty two. So whenever that uh, is, whenever that case, I think it was Vitel um, or uh, something like that hold on i got it up right here it was uh engel versus uh vitel and i think it says abington school district versus shemp and uh and that was in that was on january 25th 1962 it says so um that's whenever that uh whenever prayer became outlawed in schools and everything and i think that's actually where you start to see the decline of American society because what takes the place of uh, God is ideology and uh, man's ideology and we know that that is completely flawed because we're all fallen people we're not perfect at all you Nick and I are not perfect at all either so and I think uh, and I think it's just um, probably uh, another thing is is that you know we took out the Ten Commandments out of schools and now we're using uh, the moral guidelines of depravity as the quote-unquote norm. And, and I think that's why we came up with the name Upside Down Podcast is because the things that were the norm are now considered uh, abnormal. And then th the things that were abnormal are now considered the norm. 
it's complete, completely done a 180 shift of where it was at, 180 flip of where it was at. So, uh, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, you have to go back and look to the parents uh, because the parents for so many years were not involved in the education of their children. And um, Charlie Kirk said this, um, Dennis Prager said this, uh, who else? Uh, who else said this? Um, I think Mark Levin even po- uh, even pointed pointed to this uh, that mm-hmm. you know COVID, um, whenever it came out, was kind of like a godsend uh, for uh, the American educational system because of the fact that uh, because the parents were home with the children and the children were doing school online, they got a glimpse into what they were being taught in school. And that's whenever you started seeing everything about critical race theory pop up, critical gender theory pop up, uh, all this stuff that they're indoctrinating uh, the children with. And the crazy thing is, is that uh, is that there is that whenever we try to tell the truth, they're saying, "Oh, you're you're indoctrinating," and they say that what they're teaching is educating. And um, I actually heard that. I think it was on. Um, actually, no, I think it was on. Um, Dennis Prager's uh, fireside chat. I don't remember which one it was, but it was uh, it was on one of them that I just re- listened to recently that he made that statement. So I give credit where credits due. I don't I don't I try not to steal people's uh, uh, statements without giving credit. But um, like I said, that's where and uh, they say that we're indoctrinating whenever we're trying to get the truth out. But see the and. Uh, that's where the confusion comes in too because Satan he is the author of confusion God is an author uh, God is the author of truth order Um, you know he and um, Satan changes the words uh, changes the words around and everything the only thing you have to do is just look at what happened in the Garden of Eden and um, how he how he subtly twisted God's words to tempt Eve to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so um, and you know so many people today place such a very high um, emphasis on education and I think partly it's uh, and it goes back to the pride of the parents too because you know they want you know they want their children to uh, go to some of these prestigious colleges and everything and all this stuff and they kind of equate the education sorry that's my phone uh equate the um equate the education to um to societal status and it's just like you know now more than ever we need more um we need more people that work with their hands you know that mm-hmm. you know uh as charlie kirk always says you know uh plumbers electricians you know construction workers you know um, and you know people who are the backbone of this of this country skilled it, trade yes trade yeah. schools and stuff we need to we, need, we really need to start like um, getting back into them definitely I think <clears throat> I think um, society kind of brainwashed people I guess into thinking like oh yeah just uh, it's like what Ryan just said uh send your kids to prestigious schools and they'll be heck of a lot better uh, citizens or it's like oh yeah spend a lot of money on on schools send them to these big fancy colleges and they'll get um, a big fancy education which 
turns out isn't really the case. All you're doing is spending, you're, you're literally funding like their brainwashing. Like you're sending them off to a college to learn and adopt the ideologies of their professors who don't hold the same values as you. And then you're scratching your head as to why your kid's coming back um, completely changed. And you're like, oh, well, what's going on? It's just like, well, you sent them to a very unchristian type college even some of the quote-unquote christian colleges and there's not there's not a whole lot of them out there left like uh right now we we live near a um a quote-unquote christian college they're pretty well known in this region um and i've seen on the news several times the the like the local paper um about how they um I'll need to look on getting it and post it on social media if I can find it. Um, how they uh, are supporting their alumni who turn gay. Alumni. It, yeah, like their alumni or um, past students or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of humor there. Yeah. And, and they're just like almost completely supporting them. And their their changeover, or they, or a lot of the students are just whining and complaining about, oh, like why can't you include uh, um, the 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 rainbow community, the LGBT plus T whatever type community in your sermons when you have uh, when you have your sermons on Sunday, and it's just like how is that Christian at all? Like how why would you even tolerate that? And then you go and uh, call yourself Christian. So I mean like. And this college is pretty expensive too, um, and that's 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 kind of what we mean. It's just like you, um, you're not necessarily gonna be getting your money's worth if you send them to like really big fancy colleges like that. You're you're much better off sticking to a community college, honestly, or going to a trade school. I mean, I know that's not like popular or uh, um, culturally ac- acceptable. Um, to be completely blunt, we don't really care. I mean, like, it's 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 almost the same education, if not better, because you're actually learning, you're actually learning the trade that you want to go into, and they're not just trying to teach you how to think of the world, really. I mean, like, I, I can't tell you how many people went to prestigious colleges I know, and they're still... They're either moved out working someplace like flipping burgers or something like that, nowhere near in their field, or they're still at their mom's house, still at a dead end job, nowhere near their field, and they're angry, or they're just like, oh well, I'll find a job eventually. It's just like you went to a big fancy college and they didn't help you find a job. Well, those are also the people that the leftists or Marxists focus on because of the fact that number one, they're angry. Number two, they blame other people for their position in life. And then number three, that makes them ripe for their revolutionary cause. Mm -hmm. So their Marxist revolution and everything. And so, and so, um, that's, uh, that's also how, you know, Dennis Prager always says um, that if you send your kids to, if you send your children to college, you're playing Russian roulette with their values. And the more and more um, I dig into this and 
I read up on things and everything, the more and more I see how correct he is on so many of those uh, statements that he makes. And it's just um, a lot of, uh, in you know, one of the statements that he makes in here is, uh, you know, people have too often valued proper religious beliefs uh, more than proper moral beliefs and even slaughtered others for not having uh, the right religious beliefs. You know, the only thing you have to do is just uh, really look into history and see how uh, Hitler went after the Jews and almost completely annihilated the Jew, uh, the Jewish uh, population, the Jewish race, and uh, and you know even even today, look at the radical Islamic uh, Muslims that are doing suicide bombings in the name of uh, in the name of their God Allah, um, and you know and it's just even in you know even here in the U.S. our own government now is uh is taking aim at uh at parents uh who go to school boards to um speak out and to protest uh the type of education that their children are receiving and uh even the attorney general uh merrick garland you know he put out a letter that said that uh, parents will be labeled as domestic terrorists if you question anything the education of your children and um but that's the parents rights they have they have a right to know what their children are being taught they have a right especially since they're the ones that are funding the schools their property taxes go to fund the schools so the parents do have a say in what goes on Mm -hmm. so um which again is why we named the podcast what we named it Yes, and also, and you know, and also, you, you can even, uh, and this is, and this is not just confined to, uh, to, the uh, government or to secular organizations or um, anything like that. This is, even this is even uh, it's crept its way into uh, religious organizations as well. Uh, the one that I'm very familiar with is the Southern Baptist Convention, in the sense that uh, they just uh, they just elected an even more liberal. Um, president to the presidency and now it's going in even uh in even further leftist direction in a great movie that actually addresses this and spends a very and spends a a lot of time addressing this issue is uh, enemies within the church and uh highly highly excuse me highly highly recommend that to um to further explain what i'm talking about but now you have um what they refer to as dark money, uh, people like uh, George Soros, who are funding organizations uh, that are tied to the Southern Baptist Convention, and funding the building of, uh, of mosques uh, here in the U.S. and everything, are in regions where um, where you you know I'm not I'm, I don't have anything against Muslims or anything like that. There's peaceful Muslims, um, but normally most of the time. Uh, some of those mosques actually have a radical element to them as well, and so it's kind of like you're—it's kind of like you're letting the—you're uh, letting the hen in the hen house, or not—you're uh, letting the fox in the hen house. There we go. Got a little messed up there. Uh, you're letting the fox in the hen house, and um, and before you know it, uh, the fox is eating up all the hens, and or. You know, and also in the video, um, Enemies Within the Church, there's a great statement that one of the guys made. Um, I forget the guy's name, um, 
but he said, uh, but he said, uh, you're able to recognize uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing, and uh, and he's like, and he's like, and you're able, and you know that that is a bad element. Uh, he goes, you know, that is a bad element. But he goes, but he goes, a wolf in shepherd's clothing. He goes that are teaching the children in in the students in these um, in these quote unquote Christian universities. He's like, that's even more dangerous because now they're able to slyly and subtly twist stuff to make it to make them conform. And now you have a whole uh, generation of pastors who are studying under uh, studying under Marxist uh, professors at these um, seminaries, especially in the Southern Baptist uh, seminaries right now, where they have embraced so much of the woke ideology and the Marxist philosophy and everything. And it's just a shame. And um, that's how come I said in the intros, it's like, if you're going to a Southern Baptist church, just uh, just get out. Um, you know, um, I just really think that there's no, um, there's no saving the convention. It, it'll have to be a, an extreme act of God. But uh, didn't want to get off on that tangent. But, you know, it just uh, goes to show you that even... Uh, even people who profess to say that they have the same religious beliefs as you don't always share your same views, if that makes sense. And um, and now you're starting to see uh, see how uh, these particular religious institutions are actually trying to mel uh, or tra uh, actually trying to mesh a world. Uh, ideology, a Marxist ideology with the word of God. And uh, like Russell Fuller said, again, I refer to enemies of the church. All the, Everything that I'm saying is in enemies of the church. That's why I keep on referencing it. Such and, a good documentary too. Oh yeah. And in uh, and, and one of the statements that Russell Fuller made to uh, Dr. Kerry Gordon was the fact that you have a Marxist ideology, which is a world ideology, and you're trying to fuse it with uh, with a biblical, uh, with with a biblical view, and you're trying to fuse it with the Bible, and he made the statement that the only way that you can do that is if you twist the words of the Bible to fit that ideology, and it's just, and until I saw that, I was just like, man, I was just like, I didn't, you know, it just didn't dawn on me, like, if you're not, it, and that's and that's actually how. The enemy works is that if you're not a if like the enemy now is going to start attacking is going to start attacking us because you know we're trying to get the truth out and it's just like you know he's going to start coming after us because he's like oh you guys are stepping outside the bounds you guys know what you're talking about mm -hmm. and you know well we even had that whenever we met with our uh, with our pastors at our former church too right and uh that was uh that was pretty eye-opening too. Um, we'll actually probably have to do a podcast about that completely separate for a separate time. But um, you know, and you know, one of the things that, uh, and one of the main driving forces uh, behind all of this is that uh, if they're gonna, if these globalists are going to, and again, we're gonna get into all this stuff later on down the road. Uh, you know, you have the World Economic Forum that's uh, that's headed up by. Uh, Klaus Schwab and uh, George Soros and all these people who want to have a globalist open society and everything like that, which is uh, completely hogwash. 
and um, and you know you have uh, you have what they call the Great Reset and all this uh, that's coming up. Glenn Beck wrote a book on that too. Highly recommend it. Um, and you know what they're in what they're trying to do. The only thing you have to do is uh, look no further than what's going on in Canada right now. Canada is completely gone now. I mean, I, I've come I've come to that conclusion uh, that, and after listening to some of the people that I listen to, uh, Canada is completely gone now. It's their their complete uh, tyrannical rule, their complete dictatorial rule. Uh, Justin Trudeau, who is, uh, don't even get me started on that. But, he will go on rant. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, and it's just, um, and it's just like you know, and a lot of people say that oh, well, you know, America is a bad country and everything, and it's just like, oh, oh, wait a second. Um, well, at least we're not trying, at least we're not, you know, trying to rule you through uh, an Emergency Powers Act, although actually that's how our, our lives have been the last two years. And, and again, uh, I still, and again, uh, listening to Charlie Kirk, you know, he made the statement, it's like, I can't believe that people actually gave up their freedom that uh that quickly and everything but also in defense we thought that we were doing the right thing by you know we thought that they had our best interest in mind when in actuality they had the interest of nothing but a power grab Mm -hmm. and nothing but complete and dictatorial rule over our lives our biggest mistake was trusting them exactly thinking that they like like just what you said they had their our best interests at heart. Like yeah. once, once you get down to it, if you don't mind me adding to this, um, if you get down to it, it's just like, I know, know the government, like the government's only um, purpose really in its life is to just protect our rights. It's not supposed to be our tyrannical leaders. It's not supposed to be our parents. It's not supposed to take care of us per se. Um, as uh, um, the Marxist ideology would have you believe, because it, it, it would actually have you believe all that, that the, the government, the state, is going to be your parents, and it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be ruling your life when it's not. It's just supposed to protect your rights. Like, it, it exists for the fact of you can go from your home to your church and not be in fear of being shot or killed. I mean, like... The, like bare minimum they're not supposed to um go outside that that line mm-hmm. um see, let me let me jump in there real quick because yeah. uh because one of the things that i heard pastor uh john MacArthur talk about one time was the fact that um you know whenever uh see whenever we elect people to rule over us we are electing them to rule over us uh in the sense that they will keep our best interest in mind Mm -hmm. and unfortunately our ruling elite right now has nothing but their interest in mind and um pastor john MacArthur was talking about how uh how um it's their responsibility to protect us but whenever they abdicate that responsibility then they no longer have then we're no longer under the authority to, uh, or not authority, but obligation. That's the word I'm looking for. Under any obligation to obey them because of the fact that they have stepped outside their God-given mandate. 
And see, that's a in that is an awesome interpretation of Romans thirteen, mm-hmm. because uh, Pastor John MacArthur hit it, hit the nail right on the head. And you know, I can't. Of course, I'm you know I'm not as steeped in the Word of God as as Pastor John MacArthur is, which I hope to be one day. But uh, you know, he he's like you know, and he's saying that God set up you know those authorities over us, and he set up governments. Uh, in his own time and everything but we also have to keep in mind that whenever those uh, whenever they um, step outside those godly uh, boundaries and no longer have the interest of protection and everything and that's and that's what God was and that's what Paul was referring to in Romans 13 was that um, that Governments are there to protect us. They're not there to rule over us. And I think, I've, if I remember correctly, I, don't, I can't remember the exact way that John MacArthur um, explained it, but I believe that that is pretty much the gist of that. Do you remember that part or anything? Probably, I, I, probably not, because I, li- I listen to a, a lot more stuff. So, but I mean, and it's just. Uh, but I don't know. Do you have something you want to add? Because so many people, you know, and another thing, and another thing that really uh, drives me nuts sometimes whenever people say that America is built on racism, and it's just like Douglas Murray said. He's a great author, by the way. I know I keep on throwing all those authors out here, but you know, and it's just like he said. Uh, he said the problem. He goes, the problem in America is that uh, is that there's um, that there's a supply and demand issue for racism. Because, because you know, man, you, you want to know some. I have, I have, so many, uh, so many black friends, mm-hmm. and they, there's no, and I don't see any. There's nothing. There, there's nothing. You know, we we don't look at each other's skin color or nothing. No, like why? You know? Why would you? I, mean, I know, and no it's just like, that. and I'm sitting here, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, how in the world can these people say that this country is built on racism whenever it's the least racist country in the world? We have so many people from so many different, um, so many different countries in this uh, in this country, and yet we're all living harmoniously mm-hmm. until the left started taking over stuff, and that's whenever everything started getting getting cooked up. And then on top of that, you want to know something: the people who are actually spearheading this are pretty much predominantly white people. Mm-hmm. It's like if that's. That's not racist. Now the right criti- now the critical <laughs> now the critical race now the critical race side, all of, uh, actually all of this uh, all of this kind of came down from and I know we're kind of getting off on a rabbit trail here, but all of this kind of came down from uh, from the Frankfurt School, which of course was led by um, was led by European white men who uh, left Germany to come over here to escape from Hitler. Because they knew what was coming, huh. kind of ironic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you have um, Hor- Hor- Horkheimer, I think is the guy's name. Uh, and then you have um, uh, Michel Foucault and uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, Herbert Marcuse. All these guys. All your modern. All your modern. All your modern Marxist who draw upon this critical race theory, which, by the way, uh, was developed by a guy by the name of Derek Bell. 
and uh, Angela Davis was also, uh, she studied under Herbert Marcuse. And um, this, this is where all this critical race theory, all this critical theory, all this critical gender theory, all of this stuff, that's where all of it started at. Started at, uh, started pretty much with the Frankfurt School. Mm-hmm. And that's how it slowly infiltrated to all the other universities and everything. And uh, that's how we got to where we're at today. And then it just keeps on. And, and another guy, I forgot to mention this guy too, another guy we have to study is James Lindsay. He's uh, phenomenal. Just has a new book out called Race Marxism. Little plug there for him. I hope I don't get in trouble for plugging all these books. Um, but he's also written several other books. I think he's written, um, n- not to get off on this tangent, but uh, James Lindsay, highly recommend uh, Cynical Theories by him. And uh, I forget the young, la- uh, young lady's name that was with him on that one. But he also wrote another book called The Woke Craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, were, he wrote another book uh, with uh, Peter Pogosian. Um, called uh, How to Have Impossible Ideas or uh, How to Have Impossible Conversations. There we go. Not ideas. Right. And then he also wrote another book called uh, called um, Social Injustice, I, I think is the name of it. So he's written several books on this subject. So he's pretty much him and Chris Rufo. Uh, James Lindsay and Chris Rufo are probably the two four most authorities on critical race theory that have pretty much debunked it all the way through and through and back again yes so i mean if you want to learn more about it please i'm uh, i'm just a you know i just read their books i don't study the stuff like they do which uh, i think is probably um uh probably um i don't want to say good thing but also at the same time um if if we had the time, I think we'd probably spend a lot more time uh, studying that stuff too. But sorry, I didn't mean to get off on that rabbit trail, dude. But it's no, just to kind of just kind of given, uh, you know, everything, uh, everything, and kind of how the Ten Commandments. It just kind of given a um, an overview of how how far away from uh, the moral code. God's moral code that uh, that we've gotten in schools Today's and everything. society. Yeah. So I mean, it's taken. Film. Yeah, it's taken by probably uh, it'll be sixty years, June twenty fifth, that that uh, landmark case from the U.S. Supreme Court has pretty much changed the whole trajectory of the United States and how that has started the slow erosion of our society and everything. Not to not to include you know. Uh, um, LBJ is the great society and everything, but again, that's a whole another podcast for a whole another time. So, but did you have did you have anything to add? I didn't mean to dominate that whole uh, segment there, but no, you're fine. Um, and just uh, just in case you guys were wondering, um, everything Ryan just mentioned, we are going to be branching off in future podcasts in greater detail. Um, we're just. I'm sure you can tell we're just we're just busting at the seams of like all these different subjects, all these different authors, books, the goings on in um, today's culture. We are just we're we're just itching to get to this stuff. So we're trying not to let that overflow into our current podcast that we're doing. Um, we don't want to combine multiple podcasts into one and just end up confusing everybody, including ourselves. Um, I, I think judging from the time that um, we spent on the intro, 
goodness, I mean, we spent almost like 50 minutes just discussing just the intro alone and trying to pull in so many different other ideas mm-hmm. and so many different uh, subjects into one. And I think, uh, I think probably, and also you guys got to bear with us too. We don't have a complete staff like, uh, you know, Charlie Kirk or, um, or who uh, Dennis Prager or any of them. Uh, so we're doing all this on our own. All of our research is done on our own. So um, I don't know. Um, judging from the time, we may have to uh, start the Ten Commandments on the next uh, podcast. I don't know, man. What do you think? I would. I would agree. We just uh, the next one. We just go straight into yeah. the Ten Commandments. Cause, yeah. I mean, like we said, we were gonna start like in the the little introduction. I mean, we pretty much blew through that with the discussion that we just had and everything and mm-hmm. explaining things and all that. So Without even getting to the actual Ten Commandments. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that should probably say, uh, should show you that, you know, hey, you know, we, we got so much information we have that we want to get to people. And then I think uh, with using this as kind of like a, uh, um, a crossover podcast and me branching out and doing uh, a biblical exposition podcast and showing how uh, how the Bible relates to what is going on today. And um, I think that is just because uh, so many churches are not preaching the truth right now. And um, I forget the exact verse in Isaiah, but it says, uh, my word will go out and it will not return unto me void. And, um, and you know, um, back to like the education thing, uh, as you guys probably heard in the intro, uh, to, you know, I have, uh, an extensive background and for years I was just like, man, I was like, I'm never going to be able to use my education and all this. And, you know, but the one, I think the one thing is, is that I never, I never got angry. You know, there were a couple of times I got angry about it, but you know, I didn't lash out or nothing. You know, I'm just like, Hey, you know, whenever the time is right, God will, God will bring it to fruition. And, and I think this is probably uh, that time and that, uh, and the way that he's going to allow me to get all this information out because, you know, now, you know, Nick and I are really good friends now and, you know, we see eye to eye on everything. So we're going to, and so we're just going to try to give you guys as much, uh, as much information as we can that, uh, distill it down to an easy, uh, understandable, uh, podcast and it's probably going to be anywhere from about 45 minutes to an hour each time maybe i think is Hopefully. probably a good uh good number and everything so but that for uh this first one goodness i wasn't expecting us to go this long on just uh you know how many pages like first two or three <laughs> yeah yeah apparently we have a lot to say yeah but it's uh it's all good it's really good it's good stuff and uh we're and i'm just really looking forward to diving even more, uh deeper into a lot of these subjects and everything and just getting like i said just getting that information out there to you guys that's the most important thing why do you think they're trying to label uh stuff that they disagree with as misinformation because yeah. the truth because the truth is what will prevail yeah uh, of, of course i mean like there's there's gonna be we we I know we're not going to be alone. There, are, there's always going to be somebody who says, "Okay, I've had enough. If nobody else is going to step up and do it, then I will." And that's that's kind of what me and Ryan started. We uh, we're not saying that no churches are, but a lot of churches now just seems to be more 
people pleasing or just uh, um, catering to the world. Yeah, catering to the world, trying to be um, trying to be world trying friendly, to be, uh, trying to bring the world into the church rather than the church going out to the world. Is that if that makes sense? You know what I mean? Yes, I th- I think it makes sense to me. <laughs> so I don't. Know. Um, and that's that's pretty much what we're going to be coming from. Uh, let's see. I don't think we have anything else today that we're going to be talking about. We'll probably end up going on another bunny trail again. Um, I do want to say this one thing I forgot to say in the first half of this podcast. Um, we are going to try and keep it on a bi-weekly basis. Um, if we end up have allocating more time and having a lot more information coming out, then we will uh, we will try to make it more of a weekly basis. And who knows? Um, God willing, we might even be uh, um, a daily one. Yeah, a daily um, in the future. But right now, it's just bi-weekly, as we got a lot of time that we uh, that uh, um. Unfortunately, we do have day jobs. Yeah. We. Yeah, and that, that takes up time and and uh, all of our research that we have to do. Um, and uh, this last time we, uh, I think it's been like three weeks, maybe more, since our last podcast. And that's only because right after we got done recording and posted it, we ended up getting sick and we just couldn't record or study <laughs> anything like that. But we are gonna, we're promised, we're gonna be consistent about it. Next podcast is going to be on the Ten Commandments, we promise, and we are going to go into detail about it. Um, and yeah, there we go. And maybe drop the social sites again oh, for them. right. And just make sure... Uh, um, just remember, we do have an email now. You can email us suggestions, comments. Uh, I mean... I guess if you one of those mean disgruntled people that are going to be coming after us, um, don't be surprised if we don't answer you. Just saying. Um, our email is upside down number one at startmail.com. Um, again, upside down one at startmail.com. Um, we have social accounts that we're going to be posting onto more and more. Um, we're on Getter, Gab, Parlor. Um, Getter, we are, our username is upside down one. Um, Parlor is going to be the same, and Gab is going to be upside down 12. And that about wraps it up. Ryan, do you have any uh, last thoughts? No, man. I'm all talked out right now. I, I feel you. I feel you. I'm going to need a drink of water after this one. All right. So we will see you guys in about two weeks. All right, guys. Take care. God bless.